Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, let's start off the show by speaking to the man of the moment, player of the... Oh, no. <laughs> man of the match in the final of AFCON 2021, according to a lot of you. Referee Victor Gomes joins us on the line. Good evening, Mr. Ref. Uh, th- congratulations from us, firstly, on your superb performance in the final and throughout the tournament. And thank you for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. A uh, very good evening to you, Tabiso, and a very good evening to your listeners. Thank you for having me on the show. It's my absolute privilege. Thank Th- you. Thanks, Mr. Ref. Have you been able to respond to the messages of support? And, and what do you make of these messages coming from all over praising you on your performance last night? Uh, um, absolutely. It's been crazy, and uh, I'm very happy uh, that at least uh, I can make my country proud, I can make my family proud, and I'm, I'm really ecstatic about the performance and i'm glad that uh, it all went well thanks to god yes and has it has it been a goal for you victor gomes to officiate in an afcon final is it has it been one of your targets of course it's uh it's the highest match you can referee in africa so uh this for me was one of my targets so yeah i'm i'm, I'm happy and i'm grateful that i had the opportunity to achieve it and and I know there are people who make these decisions and appoint the referees or the officials but what does it take to officiate in a final of this magnitude I don't know if you need to be have guts of I don't know what word to use, but uh, it takes a lot. But uh, it's many years of preparation. It's uh, thanks to Safa for for conducting many courses along the the way. You know, it's not one you don't do it overnight. You don't wake up one day and say, "Hey, I'm going to ref the final of the Afcon." So it's many years of preparation. Thanks to CAF, it's been many years of of, of preparation, training courses, uh, seminars. And yeah, and uh, that's where, where it ends up, where we landed up yesterday. Yeah, and there was also a familiar face on the touchline in Zakele Suela. You guys come a long way. Did you share a special word before or after the game, just about the magnitude of what you've done? Yeah, of course. Uh, Zakele is my brother. Um, I cannot do a match alone. I, there's always officials that uh, a match is officiated by four people, and nowadays with VAR and everybody else in the cabin so you can't go there alone so yeah it's it's nice to have a brother like that who understands your movements understands what you're going to do next without even talking and it just makes the game a little bit easier and for you mr ref how was the game how do you look back at the final i know you did uh, other matches during the the tournament but how do you look back at that final it's uh for me it was probably the biggest game i've ever done i mean i've done super cup and stuff but yesterday being involved in the afcon final was really it was really a privilege for me and an honor to be among all those players and the atmosphere was absolutely fantastic uh, the cameroonian people have been fantastic and uh, yeah it was really once in a lifetime experience okay and i can see what people are asking me to ask you okay folks we're gonna we're gonna get into that uh, i'm gonna i know what you all want to ask but having come this far victor <laughs> gomes what's what's the next goal for you now what are your targets now since you've seen that you've you've you can achieve uh, officiating in an afcon final you know malume we call it steppies <laughs> we need to go to the next step now <laughs> we celebrated till last night and today we started working again so yeah the next <laughs> challenge is uh now we start focusing on the bigger step. <laughs> and apparently they were saying before the game that Egypt was one of the teams calling for you to officiate the final. Um, that If that's true, that's a vote of confidence. Surely, Mr. Ref, that your work is even being recognized by the players. 
Yeah, I, I heard some allegations of that. I think uh, they were they were asking for it was not only myself. They were just asking for other referees who had never done some of their games. So yeah, you know somehow sometimes the the, the channels get lost somewhere. But yeah, they wanted other referees as well. So yeah, I'm not too sure exactly what was going on. And I, I try and avoid those situations. And for for a final, do you prepare any differently for it? Did you prepare any differently last night, or did you prepare like you've done for all the other games that you've officiated? Yeah, because this call is just between me and you. The only <laughs> difference between that is you end up going to the toilet much more times. That's the only difference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. And also, um, how was it dealing with VAR during this tournament, Victor Gomes? A bigger part and tell you the line was a bit bad there. Oh, the I'm, just, again. I'm just saying a lot was said about how um, VAR came into play in most of the matches in this tournament. How was it dealing with VAR for you during this tournament? Well, you know, allow me to uh, allow me to speak from a point of privilege and to be very humble with my answer. Mm. Uh, I'm the first VAR uh, licensed official in our country, um, and VAR is the new way to work with. I think the problem is people don't understand how VAR is used, and I think much more needs to be done to explain to the general public and the football lovers out there how VAR actually works, because we need VAR. And we, we need VAR in our country, we need VAR in our region, and more African countries, we need VAR, because what's going to happen is we've already been told that the more countries that play with VAR, those are the officials who will stand a chance of going to more tournaments, because they use the equipment. And uh, therefore, I mean, there was two countries here now at AFCON that had, I think, seven representatives of their country here, because they use VAR in their country. So it's important that we, we start getting VAR on board. It helps football. It's, uh, once you understand the principle of VAR, it's a new way to decide. Minimum interference, maximum benefit. And uh, we know referees have a split second to make a decision. So VAR is crucial. It's important. And it's the way forward. So, so Jerome Damon always told us that VAR doesn't make the decision. It's always the referee that makes the decision. And a lot of people disagree with that. Is that, is that the case? VAR doesn't make the decision. So, you know, to, be, so to make life easy for those who watched the game yesterday, I will, I will give a little bit of a, an insight. I'll give you a, a little bit of an insight so you can understand. VAR is four principles. VAR don't make any decisions for you. They are simply there as a backup. They are like your security guard. When there's a situation within its protocol, they can assist you. So I would like to talk about the one situation so that people have a clearer understanding. Mm -hmm. The one situation that I'm sure all your listeners want you to talk about mm -hmm. is where it led up to. Mm -hmm. There was a situation where two players went for a challenge, and I wanted to give a yellow card. So VAR can intervene on a point of mistaken identity. So in other words, I caution Pumlani, and it's not Pumlani, it's in fact Tabiso. Mm. What happens is VAR say to you, Gomez, you've made a wrong decision, you've cautioned the wrong number, because it's factual. It's not an opinion, it's factual. So they will tell you, you caution number seven, but in fact it was actually number five. Mm -hmm. So in the VAR protocol, it says that if the referee is unsure of which number to caution, he cannot ask. And at that moment yesterday, I knew I wanted to give a yellow card, and I pulled the yellow card, and now I was not sure exactly which number it was. And it's what led up to me managing one of the players that I had to manage. Mm. 
And in that instance, VAR can assist you. But VAR, coming to the greater scheme of VAR, VAR only will say to you, I recommend an on-field review for a possible penalty, for example. Or I recommend an on-field review for a red card, a serious foul play or violent conduct. And what the referee does, he then goes himself and he looks at the footage and he says, okay, give me what you see, why are you recommending? And then the, the VAR will show him the footage of the penalty, which they say, okay, here's the contact, it was before the ball, whatever. And then from there, the referee must make his final decision. Okay, that's interesting. But then, how do you, does, does the VAR then not create doubt in your mind when they call you now to go look at the screen? How do you try and, and, um, and, and not let it affect you or create that doubt in your mind when you've made the decision already? No, you see, with the courses that we go on and the training that we have, I mean, I, I remember my very first VAR intervention. We call it an intervention. It was at the mm-hmm. Super Cup la- uh, the year before last. And it was, a, it was a shot on goal, and it was a handball, and I didn't see it. It was so quick. And when the VAR called me, and I went to go look, and I saw it straight away, I, my words to him were, thank you for saving me. Because had I not seen it, had I not VAR, I would have gone home, and when I see the image, I would have said, oh, my, how did I miss this? So VAR gives you that opportunity to have a look at it for the second chance and make a correct decision. And, you know, we can accept that a referee makes a wrong judgment on the field of play. Mm. But then when you go back and you look at VAR, we expect that the right decision gets made. And I think, um, humbly, if you allow me to say this, media needs to start reporting positively Mm -hmm. also on VAR and explaining Mm. to the general public because many people don't understand what VAR is actually all about. Okay, there you have it then. Everybody's got a role to play for us to understand VAR. And a lot of you have been calling for VAR um, in the country. And the, Mr. Ref agrees that we should, it's about time we have VAR. M- Mr. Ref, there are so many messages. People just want to uh, think send you messages of support. If you can just hold on the line, we'll take a quick break and we'll hear from what the listeners have to say. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Hey, Tabiso. I think uh, Victor Gomes has done well. I think South Africa was uh, well represented there. Mr. President Mutepe, uh, Victor Gomes, uh, and uh, Roger Tiza, we were all over there. Even South Africa was not there, but our heart was there. Uh, thanks and congratulations to the, to the Senegalese. They deserve it. Egypt, they know it. They, they used to it. So now it was a time for for newcomers to do it. Yes. Evening, there, member Tulane from Milan. Great performance by the referees and great final, great management of players. Also, when they were trying to push him very hard, great performance. Thanks. Tabiso, good evening. I say, uh, Mr. Re- uh, uh, congratulations to Mr. Combs. He done very well, but uh, there was one moment where I thought he was supposed to give uh, Sergio Mane red card. Why he didn't give him? Because uh, uh, he he fell somebody, uh, tackled somebody behind, but he, he became soft. Why he didn't do that? Uh, anyway, congratulations to South Africans who participated there. Uh, Patrice Mutepe and Combs um, and uh, Roger Tiza. Uh, we were well pre- represented there, South African country. Uh, Evening, Tabiso. 
and to all the SAFM listeners, this is Tando Kanye from Bushia Park. I'm extremely, extremely proud of our referee here, Mr. Combs. Hey, I'd like to say I speak, maybe I speak on behalf of all South Africans when I say that, sir, you have made us proud. We're extremely proud of your work, sir, and continue flying the South African flag high. That game yesterday was totally amazing, especially how you handled Mo Salah with his attitude there. You showed them who's boss on that match, and I'm extremely proud of you, sir. Thank you very much for making us proud as South Africans. Hey, member, how's that? Zico Smith from Macau. So, member, tell me here, and please ask um, the rep, Victor Gomes, like now, with him saying we need more countries like to have VAR, because at least VAR, you know, it even helps for you to be recognized and stuff like that. So now, does us not having VAR in South Africa uh, going to hamper his chances of going to the World Cup? Because that's where he must go now, from AFCON to the World Cup. Thank you, member. Okay, maybe let's take those. Uh, firstly, Victor, any reaction to what the listeners have had to say? Yo, Malum, I, I, it was a lot of uh, comments, so I'm going to just briefly touch on what I can remember, so forgive me. No, I've, I've noted all of them. Anybody. I've noted all of them, Dan, but what do you say to those who've just been congratulating you throughout and they're happy with your performance? No, I, I'm absolutely honored and, uh, and I'm very privileged. And um, I'm, I'm, I, I always say to people, I'm a proud South African, so I'm happy to represent my country and I'm honored and I will fight for my country. I, I, I love my country. So, yeah, I think, thank you very much. I really appreciate that, first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And um, the issue of VAR, I think all countries, many, many countries don't have VAR. So this is the the introductory phase. So moving forward in future, if a country does VAR, I think it gives you, you know, a a step ahead. So that's where we currently are now because I think there's only about three or four countries that do VAR in in, in Africa at the moment. Um, So, yeah. That is the position there, mm. and um, I think there was a, a soft one. I wanted to touch on there was the one, the, 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 yeah, there's the one about money not getting a red card. Yeah, I, I like that soft one, man. I just wanted <laughs> listeners to know that I normally have two eggs in the morning and they soft. That's what I like to do, man. That's the soft part I wanted to comment on. <laughs> you know, I think on a on a serious on a more serious note, uh, when you look at the laws of the game, they talk about the spirit of the law of the game. Mm-hmm. And that is the very first page of the laws of the game. They talk about the spirit. And I don't want to talk about any decisions because I, I never talk about decisions I take on a field. But I just want to leave this, this thought in your mind. Mm-hmm. Imagine uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is in a World Cup final and he's already got a yellow card. And in the last minute, he scores the winning goal. And as he scores the winning goal, he removes his jersey. Mm. And Tabisa, I'm sure you re- you should know what happens when you remove your jersey in football. You book you book the player. It's unacceptable. Thank you. But he removes his jersey and he goes, and he puts it on a little child. It's possibly I don't know on a wheelchair or something. It's mm-hmm. on the side of the uh, of the field, and he puts the jersey over the child. Mm. Tell me, do you think there's anybody that will accept a red card being given to any top player like that? Yeah, I can understand the outcry. Yeah, there'll be a lot of outcry. But aren't you following the rules? No, there's something called the spirit of the game. Mm-hmm. There's something called the spirit of the game. What, what does football expect? If you are going to apply football like you do when you start refereeing in your first year, you will send off all the players. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm not a, saying we yeah. must make our own laws. I'm saying we must respect the laws of the game. Are you saying you can you use your own discretion? No, no, no. I'm not even saying use your discretion. Mm. I'm saying the spirit of the law of the game. Okay. Because let me, let me end this topic so that you understand clearly the message I'm trying to say. Mm. How is it possible that the top referees in one country can sit in front of a screen and watch a particular clip and you will get some referees who will say foul. You will get some referees who will say no foul. You will get some referees who will say foul with the yellow. You will get some referees who will say foul with the red. And you will get some referees who will say play on. That is how it is, my brother. It's the interpretation of each referee that makes this game so beautiful and what it is today. On, on that note, then, there was a, an, um, a voice note about how they liked how you manage the players and all of that. Is that also, then, what you have to use when you manage uh, emotions in a, match, in a game of this magnitude? Yes, uh, you know that football has evolved tremendously, especially in the last 10 years. And I think refereeing also needs to evolve. We need to keep up with the refereeing. What people fail to understand that is refereeing is an integri- integral part of football nowadays. Top coaches check who's the referee and play according to a certain ah. style of refereeing. We all have our different styles. We're all different. We are not all the same. So our style affects the game as well. And once you start understanding that philosophy, you then start to understand a referee. Sometimes I joked, I said earlier, a referee is like a DJ. When he plays the music, everybody <laughs> must dance to that music. You understand? So once you understand that philosophy, you then brings out your personality. And a referee's personality is part of football because each personality is different. We all have different management styles. We all have different uh, personalities. It's like a, a manager at a workplace. Your, each manager is different. Some managers prefer to, to, to run a business in a certain way and others differently. It is the same football in football. Okay, finally, I'm leaving the best for last before you keep reminding me. Everybody wants to talk about this picture that's gone viral. We even saw it on Sky Sports um, last night and even this morning where you were giving Mo Salah your cards there, Mr. Ref. What was going on there? As I said to you earlier, I don't like to talk about decisions <laughs> that are made, but I will, make you, I will make it easy for you to understand. A big game like that, a big player, big players, a big occasion. We need to find, top referees need to find a solution to solve any problem. Mm-hmm. And that's what an elite referee needs to do. Whenever there's a problem, he needs to find a quick way of finding the best solution. And all I can say is that I believe the way I handled that situation, football was the ultimate winner. It's a top player. He's well respected. We need to ensure that the laws of the game are upheld. So I, I chose that uh, management yesterday, and I think it was effective. I was about to say it was very, very effective. Finally, Victor Gomes, um, a lot of people are praising you today, but you have a love-hate, or these fans here in the country have a love-hate relationship with you. They're always blasting you for the decisions you make, but every Monday when we call uh, an expert or a former referee, you're always proven right, whichever decision you, you make. How do you deal with all of that? You know, Tabisa, I'm human. I make mistakes. I make errors of judgment, and trust me, it really bothers me when I get decisions wrong. I'm mm. very I'm very critical of myself. I won't go to bed until I watch the game. No matter how late oh. I finish a game, I'll go home and I'll watch the game again. Or whether it be in the hotel, I'll watch the game. 
and I always see why did I get the decision wrong and how can I improve. And I also feel that respectfully, if you allow me to say so, we need we have a big role to play as media. Mm. We need to start reporting on things more positively. Uh, we need to understand the laws of the game. I always say to drive a car, you need a driver's license. To drive a forklift, you need a forklift license. Uh, to be a commentator or to be an analyst, you need to know the laws of the game. Mm, mm. And if you don't, if you've never passed the laws of the game, how do you, uh, how do you keep up to date with the current laws and understandings and the interpretations of the laws of the game? And once the general football public understands the football, um, the laws change every year. So we talk about handball, etc. So once we understand these philosophies, then we are all on the same page. Then we can say, okay, the referee got it wrong. Why did he get it wrong? Was there a player in his view that he did not see? If a referee didn't see, then he's clearly going to get it wrong. But then we have VAR. But if a, re- if a referee is there and he's in a good position and he makes an error of judgment, then we can go back to the drawing board and say, okay, we've got a problem with referee understanding, foul interpretation, etc. I think I think my point is clear there. I, d- I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. I do. I do loud and clear. Loud and clear. And I hope everybody understands what you've what you what, what you've had to say. You make some good points here and giving us some food of thought. There also Victor Gomes. Thank you very much for taking our call tonight. I know it's been a busy day for you. Busy past 24 hours. When are you back home, Mr. Ref? I fly back. I think I arrive at 2 a.m. on Wednesday morning. Okay, safe travels. Well done on the job. You represented the country. There's so many people proud of you. And we know there's more to come. God bless you. you. Thank you for the messages of support. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, Mr. Raffa. Victor Gomes, as you heard him pronounce his surname there, but we've been calling him Victor Gomes for years now. I'm sure he's used to that. Mr. Raff. The very confident man that uh, Mr. Ref even has. Um, okay, maybe I shouldn't say that on air. <laughs> why, why we, oh no, man, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. His number plate says Mr. Ref. That's why I keep calling him Mr. Ref. So you can't miss him when he's driving around Victor Gomes.